Sorry, so, sorry to, to to be enjoying your you know potential dissatisfaction, but this is a good story. It is a good story. Good A plus for the story. <laughs> I'm engaged. Dear Shandy, welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. It's caller day. It sure is. It sure is. We're getting back in it, cracking right those back. knuckles. You feeling ready? Mm. No. <laughs> Are you nervous? Yeah. Our caller today is Elise. Elise, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Do you mind giving us your age and your region and your predicament? Yes. Uh, I'm 30 years old and I'm in upstate New York. And uh, this concerns um, my best friend, who I am definitely in love with. Um, She's going there. Um, so I first met Victor in uh, June 2019, um, actually about a week after I broke up with my fiance. So it was kind of a significant time for me. And I was 28 at the time, and Victor is 23. So. I recognized that, you know, we had a really awesome banter. We were really playful together. Um, but I immediately put him in like that brother category. And I was like, you know, there's nothing there. I'm just really lucky that I have a good friend. Um, and plus I was interested in my colleague at the time. So I really wasn't thinking of him in a romantic way whatsoever, but he was really inclusive and he introduced me to his group of friends. And soon, you know, we were grabbing lunch together, dinner, going to restaurants, movie nights, um, doing all kinds of things together. And I remember thinking consciously like, wow, like this guy is really healthy for me. I just feel really easy in his company and he always makes me laugh. And I always come away from our interactions feeling super energized um, and just loving our time together. So uh, barely three weeks into knowing me, he actually you know, said uh, that he was also looking for a place to live for the fall and invited me to start searching for apartments with him and one of his close friends who I'd also met. Um, and I was you know, thrilled, so I said yes. And so that's how we started apartment hunting a little bit together. And uh, we found a place and about a month before we were going to move in together, um, I suggested that the group of us go to Yosemite for Labor Day weekend. They were all really pumped, so we did that. And this is where everything changed for me. Um, we you know, spent four days together in an Airbnb, hiking together. It was the most like continuous time I'd spent with him. And he became really um, more like physically affectionate for the first time on this trip with me. We spent most of our time together. We always kind of bumping into each other, um, talking a lot. He showed a lot more curiosity about me and he made me laugh so hard. I just, I think we both had a moment like, wait a second, there's there's something special here. It was kind of the first time it went beyond this like brotherly sisterly banter. And, you know, we took a lot of pictures together on the trip. And at the end of the trip, uh, we were photo sharing. And I realized that he and I were in every single photo next to each other. And we always just sort of naturally had our arms around each other. And in one photo, the only photo that there was just the two of us in it, um, one of his friends said, oh, hey, Victor, uh, are you going to send that photo to your girlfriend? Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's when I found out that he had a girlfriend. So he had um, never mentioned the girlfriend up? <laughs> never. Oh. Never. Yeah. So, mm. And we'd known each other for now about like two, three months. 
Um, and are you, and are you living together at that point or are you about to, point. sorry, it's a month yeah. before you moved in. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Um, so right after Yosemite actually is when he left for Singapore to go visit his girlfriend where she lives, um, where she's from. And, uh, so for two weeks while he was gone, we did not text or message, but when he, the second he got back, um, and you know, I was, we were getting ready to move in. He was messaging me every day, you know, mostly we were talking about like how we were going to furnish the apartment, just getting excited. But I could tell that he was really pumped that it was about to happen. Um, and so, uh, you know, when I moved in, um, everything was going really well. And like I said, we moved in with another guy, um, who was also his close friend, but he's kind of more solitary in nature. So it ended up actually being me and Victor hanging out the large majority of the time, just the two of us, um, often having at least two meals a day together, lunch and dinner. Um, and he was really curious. And uh, that was the first time I actually told him that the reason I had been looking for a place was because I'd broken up with my fiance. Um, and up to that point, you know, our relationship had been very lighthearted and not superficial, but just sort of banter. Um, but that first week he told me something really serious, which I feel um, gives a lot of insight into why our relationship can feel ambiguous to me, um, which is that when he was in high school, actually one of his best friends committed suicide. And I could see how that transformed him as a person because he's by far the most attentive and caring person um, I've ever met. And if he tells you he's going to do something for you, he absolutely 100% of the time falls through. Like he will think through it and not commit unless he is sure that he can do that for you. And I remember just feeling really touched that every single day, you know, if I was just spending a little more time in my room than normal, he would always come knock and check in. Just, are you okay? Is everything going well? You know? Um, and, you know, that was really endearing to me because, you know, I was all alone that when I just broke up my grandson. I knew no one in California. I just moved out there, new job, new colleagues. Um, so, you know, we got really close and he actually, I, it was the first person I told that I was, you know, starting to apply to law school, that I had this ambition of going to law school. And, um, he said, well, you know, um, if you're feeling lonely in your room, like you should come up and work with me upstairs. Cause there was a larger common room. So he invited me to move my desk upstairs. So from that point, we were just spending whole days together because we were working side by side. And then I, you know, on weekends, I had the one with the car, so we would go on grocery runs together, go to the gym together. Throughout all this togetherness, are you yeah. secretly crushing on him, or is this a, a realization you've come to since then, or because um, of that? At this point, I'm seriously crushing on okay. him. Okay, so like, every, you're working next to each other. All this is with you know a little pitter-patter in your heart, knowing that you're yes. spending time with your crush. Just, yes. just, this seems like an obvious question. Might as well get it out of the way now, but were you physical with him during this time? No, not at all. Our relationship has, oh, we've never crossed the boundaries. Definitely blurred, feels like it's been blurred boundaries the whole time, but never crossed them. And, okay, when you said in Yosemite you were getting more physical, what does that mean? Um, it just means that he, you know, put his arm around me all the time, would always bump into me. We got in like a hot tub together and, I mean, the whole group of us, not just me and him. And, you know, our legs would graze. And, you know, that didn't happen with anybody else. I mean, hot tub leg raising is, is kind of a thing. It is I a mean, thing. On, that's that's well, like because, one and a half base. Because when you, <laughs> when you don't <laughs> want to graze, you don't graze. Oh, yeah. The grazes doesn't happen. Yeah, there aren't many accidental grazes. No. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> okay. okay. Sorry to continue. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, we're spending a lot of time together. And 
um, this was like also physical too, you know, like he would, we would just always be sort of bumping into each other, cooking around each other in the kitchen. I just, everything felt very natural and intimate as a couple, I have to say. Um, I, you know, I'd had that before in my past relationship and I had it like this plus more in this one. Um, so anyway, everything was going fine until about two months into living together, I had to go on a business trip. And I think I mentioned previously that during the summer, I'd been interested in my colleague. And during this business trip, uh, my colleague invited me to take a drink at the bar and I agreed. And um, I found out later when I got home that Victor saw the Venno transaction um, because he directly asked me about it. Um, and he asked me about it in front of our third roommate to make it, I noticed that he would ask me some things in front of our third roommate to make it not weird. And, but he was visibly upset. Uh, his leg was shaking. Um, and he asked me, you know, like, what is this? What happened here? And I admitted that it was a date and he immediately, like he obviously already suspected it, but he, you know, said like, what, you're going to just you know, like come and drop a bomb like that out of nowhere? He has and a friend. What? He immediately <laughs> like found my colleague on LinkedIn, like looked him up, saw that um, he was Caucasian, which was not very um, good news to him. I don't think there's Chinese. Um, and, you know, I think it gave him some, he thought it gave some indication into like the kind of guy that I'm always attracted to or regular or something. Um, and so, you know, he was upset about that and we split ways. And the funny part is like, he didn't even know that I'd gone back to my colleague's hotel room after and, you know, more things happened because I didn't, you know, I have my privacy. I didn't want to. Wait, when you said you split that. ways, what, what do you mean? Who, with whom? Oh, I was Victor. Like I just went downstairs and oh, okay. it, was, it felt, it felt tense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it felt tense. Um, so, um, and, and this is, and how often is he talking about his girlfriend in Singapore? To me, almost never. Like I can count the number of times he mentioned her, but uh, yeah, I mean, he would talk about her with our third roommate because our third roommate was very curious about their relationship. But I have to say, like, he wouldn't ever volunteer information about her. To you. Wow. He was very private. I think he's private in general about her, but definitely with me, he avoided the subject. Huh. It was awkward whenever it came out so because he, he could tell. I think he, I think, he, you know, I wasn't, I'm not a transparent, like, I mean, I'm not uh, good at hiding my feelings. Like everything reads on my face. And I wasn't really trying to hide that I cared about him beyond like, and you kept it like, um, you know, appropriate, but no, I'm kind of, I have to admit, I'm like kind of on the edge of my seat with this whole story. <laughs> it's know. like, usually I'm, it's rom-com. Usually I, I'm not going to say I lose interest in these color <laughs> stories, but I'm, I'm usually more like, I want to ask questions. I'm like, okay, let's get to the meat of this. I'm like literally just eating popcorn <laughs> yeah. over here. I want to hear the end of this, but in Same. the meantime, I have a quick question. Was there ever a moment between you two? And I, there had to have been many of these where like you felt like you could have kissed him or he was going to kiss you and it just didn't happen. So that happened all the time, I assume. There have definitely been moments of tension because, uh, you know, we would, one of our ways of like hanging out would be to watch videos together, you know, or watch like, you know, marathon episodes the way that you do. Mm. And um, we were always like heads, like very close. Like whenever we watched things together, we were always sitting, we were always touching like every single day 
it would like we would always just be really close like our you know legs would be touching like all the way um and There's a lot of leg touching yeah i mean he's <laughs> put it and it's it, it, the, the weird theme. thing is that it feels like natural to be physically close and affectionate with him and i think like when he's put his arm around me it's always felt like really nice until the and we le let it linger until the moment where it feels like we both remember wait there's a third person between us and this isn't right and then it becomes awkward who's the one to like pull his away his girlfriend i'm assuming yeah but yeah. who's the one to pull away in that scenario if um, it was both of you i think it is mutual because you know it, it like there's times where he's initiated contact where I've initiated it's mostly I let him do that because I was single am single in the moment so I'm not going to really initiate that so you know when he's put his arm around me it's him coming and doing that have you do you guys ever get drunk together no so you don't yeah. drink he, he does not and the one time I did because I was kind of upset about this situation he would not like see me home. He asked his brother actually to give me a ride home. And in the moment I was upset about that. And it actually was sort of a little bit of a tiff between us. But looking back now, anytime that I've been upset at him, I've been able to look back and recognize that he made the right decision, that it would have crossed a boundary that I would have felt badly about it afterwards if he, if I'd put him in the position of like taking the drunk girl with a crush on him home mm. and so, yeah, looking back anytime that I've been like, oh, why weren't you there for me in that moment? I was like, because it would have been inappropriate for someone who was not his girlfriend. And I respect okay. that decision. Okay. And and so just to be clear, he doesn't like he's a non-drinker. He doesn't ever, ever, no. never have his, he doesn't have no. a single drink ever. Okay. No, he doesn't. That's, that's the reason why you guys haven't hooked up, by the way. <laughs> not not to, I mean to, to base the situation, but that's why. Okay. One, one vodka soda, you'd be boyfriend, girlfriend. By now, just just not to make actually it too bad, okay. But. This actually ties in. This maybe this helps. Um, he told you know he told me how his relationship with his ex girlfriend started, which is um, I don't know if you'll find it eerie, but uh, they met because they housed together. Mm -hmm. They were also in the same, um, and she was the one in a relationship, in a long distance relationship. Ooh. Wow. But she. It's like uh, checkers. I think about checkers. It's like checkers. It's like <laughs> no. it's, checkers. It's, it's it's that's what I what came to mind because it's like the reverse of the thing he keeps he's doing Is this pattern of living with someone and either friending them or becoming getting yeah. a relationship depending on the situation. I'm still caught up on the checkers thing. But. It's it's a very poor analogy, but in my mind it made sense. Anyway, <laughs> but suffice to say, it's a, a parallel situation. Yeah. Okay, so he doesn't bring up the girlfriend how often is he visiting her how often are you aware that he's like talking to her i'm just how long has he been with her i there's a lot about the girlfriend that i feel like i'm missing here so um after that first year of living together he moved from singapore to the united states so at the time that i met him he was going into his second year of long distance with her so they had been together um like two years and then the year that i was living with him was their second year of long distance Okay. And just because I want to make sure that I get this on the record, because I recall reading this in your email, did you, did he not at one point say that he planned on marrying her? Or am yes. I? 
Okay. I just want to make sure I wasn't mixing so, it up with another email because believe it or not, you're not the only I'm in love with my best friend email. <laughs> <laughs> Far from it, I'm sure. <laughs> I actually had one follow-up. Oh, okay, but she hasn't answered. Just, just before you answer that, I forgot to ask this, this question. Mm-hmm. Is he very shy or extremely conservative when it comes to like, you know, dating stuff? No. So okay. what I would say, yeah, is that he's very self-assured and he knows what he wants and he knows himself, which is why I trust him, but he's okay. also young. Right. So, right. um, okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. From Singapore. I mean, I don't know. I'm I feel just, like the rules change depending on the trying country. to understand the cultural, if there's a cultural yeah. situation. Um, know. so can you give us the context of him saying that he planned on marrying this girlfriend? Yes. So um, she is 28 years old or like was at at this time. So uh, there's like three year uh, age difference between them. And I know that, you know, during the first weeks of when I moved in, he did make the comment, like, you can't just have someone come all the way to the United States for you and break up with them. So I think, you know, he had some normal uncertainty and nerves about asking her you know, three years into their relationship, or, you know, I'm sure it was from her side as well. Um, their plan was for her to join him in California, but because of politics, uh, her visa was delayed and she didn't actually know when she would be able to join him as planned. Um, so he was able to see her in Singapore right after Yosemite. So that would have been in September. And then he saw her again over winter break um, and then the next time he would see her it would only be eight months after that. Okay. And the, I'm the planning on marrying thing. Uh, yes. So he's communicated to his friends, not to me, I've overheard this, um, that he, she's like the love of his life. She's like the woman for him. That like, like when you know, you know, like when, when you know, it's like, you don't, it doesn't matter how long you have to wait. Um, that yeah, he pictures having kids with her and a family and everything. So just because I was like so engaged in the story, is there an ending or is there are we done? <laughs> yes, that's where we are now. Okay, there I want is. to keep okay. going. Okay. I'm, I'm there is into the story. Um, <laughs> sorry, so. sorry to, to to be enjoying your you know potential dissatisfaction, but this is a good story. It is a good story. Good A plus for the story. <laughs> I'm engaged. <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know if you guys want me to go into like how we became like closer over the year, but we have enough of that. Um, no, I think we get that. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious okay. to know if it's reached any kind of Yeah, peg. I want to know the next the story. Sure. Just keep going. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I found out in June that I got accepted to law school. And, Yay, um, congratulations. Oh, yeah, that's, Thank you. that's a high point. It was... <laughs> strangely enough that's the thing when I got my acceptance my first thought was oh no I'm going to have to move wow. and I'm heartbroken and uh he was there when I got the you know the acceptance letter he was the first person and he also we both had this moment of like oh is this good news is this bad news and it felt weird um and after I accepted, the school actually gave us the option because of COVID of completely taking our classes remotely. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I just floated it to him and I was like, how great would that be? I wouldn't have to worry about moving costs and I could stay here in California um, and just renew the lease. And I was shocked that he immediately was opposed to this idea and got very anxious and upset and uh, was like, no, 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 you should, you need to go. You have to, you definitely have to go. And uh, I was, you know, hurt and offended, but I was like, okay, you know, like, uh, he, I think he was pretty clear. He didn't mince words there. Um, so, uh, uh, you know, I did pack my bags and, um, but the night that I left um, to start my road trip, cause I just, I cross country road tripped. Um, I sent him an email telling him exactly everything that I appreciate and love about him um, without saying that I was interested in him romantically because I just felt that it was so evident that we'd gotten to a point where um, we just loved each other and I told him I loved him and he had said it back, you know, he had said me too, um, that it just felt like we had a very pure friendship that just could not be, like there's no point in holding it back. Like it was just so strong and evident. And it was only when I arrived in New York um, that I found out that she had arrived from Singapore a week after I had left mm. and that she'd been accepted to an American university in Illinois and that she just started, decided to start a PhD program. And so now they'd be long distance between California and Illinois for the next projected five years. Um, and I think that's pretty incredible because, you know, it's a little confusing to me, first of all, because that means these plans were in the works for a long time. You know, you don't just get accepted to a, a university overnight. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, when I've put out feelers since I've left about like, you know, COVID's changing everything. Like your job could be remote for the projected future, even after the pandemic is over. Um, he's always kind of said like, oh, well, great. Hopefully, you know, real estate prices in California will go down, you know? So he's never suggested that it's a possibility that he would join her in Illinois for those five years, which is a little bit confusing to me. Um, okay. Is, uh, and is there, is this where we are now or is there anything yeah. else? Yes. So now, you know, we just, uh, I thought we would actually like fade out, but we message almost every day. I'm not saying that these are like long drawn out conversations, but there's, definitely the effort to maintain contact and it feels strange if we go more than two or three days without hearing from each other and um you know continues to support me and i feel really connected with him he's he's my best friend for sure this guy's a half-assed two-timer he wants his cake and to eat it but he's too. not fully eating it he's just wanting it a lot it's very strange. I have to admit, this is very strange. I don't even find it that. I mean, I don't. I think a lot of people. I find do it this. strange that it was never consummated. Whatsoever. Yeah, but if he's, I mean, it's like a. a I tease. think alcohol. He's teasing for an entire. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I think he's. He likes the attention. I think he cares about you. Okay, you go first. I. I you're uh, not. You're not no, going to no, like thanks. what I have no, to thanks. say. You go first. <laughs> 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 no. I know you love this guy at both platonically and romantically. And I know that like, he drew the line. He never, you know, there was never anything more than the leg grazing. But I think that he's been enjoying your attention, which he must know is romantic. Yeah. He's been playing. For he's been making, doing make-believe other girlfriend. Yes. It's very, 
I, I find it very strange. It would be less strange if you guys, and, and as, you, as I said, and you reiterated, I, a drink could have solved this whole problem, but <laughs> it, it would be less strange if you guys had hooked up a few times, but you didn't. Uh, this has been a platonic, epically long, drawn out platonic cheating it's, relationship. Yeah, but it's not. Like, and he's he's been careful not to cross the cheating line, which I get. But so what I was saying is when I first read your email, I felt like all we want in life is the information. Like once you know that he doesn't reciprocate your feelings and you can make a decision based on that and and move on with your life and just sort of just to know. Because, you know, the girlfriend, you've never met the girlfriend. I'm not saying that she doesn't play a major part in this story, but I think that when it comes to relationships, especially if you feel so strongly that you need to be selfish. And sometimes that just means being like, hey, I like you in this way. Mm-hmm. I know you have a girlfriend, but I just need to know. Like, it's, yeah, yeah. do you know what I'm saying? Oh, I agree. I mean, I, my, my advice to you, there's no, I know what my advice to you is. What is your advice? I'm curious. Well, my advice is you have to bring it to a head with him and say like, this is all nice and good, but like, I love you and I need more than this. And when you're ready, let me know. If not, let's not have the daily communication. Yeah, I don't think the daily communication. I know, that's I know not you what call you them your hear, best. Sorry. I know that's not what she wants to hear. I know. But that's, I know I, I'm right about this. This is not. This is not complicated. He's your best friend. You could be making space for someone else in your life who fills fills this role and also loves you back in the way that you want to be loved back. Yeah. Are you surprised by our take on this? No. She's not. No. <laughs> Sorry for answering for you. <laughs> but you think there's no hope? <laughs> no, there is hope. You have to take, you have to, you have to bring it to a head and take the upper hand. That's all. There, but I don't think you should want this, is my opinion. I mean, I agree with Sorry. that. Sorry. But there's I mean, there reasons. are cultural differences at play. I don't, maybe he's just not the type. Do you know how he and his girlfriend got together? Who made the first move? That kind of thing. She did. So she was in a relationship. Yeah. And she confessed her feelings to him. And he said, oh, he didn't really see her in that way until she said it. And then he started thinking about it and thought like, oh, okay, this could work. I do actually really like this girl. He's very passive passive, in all ways. So you think she should bring it to head and just say something? Absolutely. Unless you want to just get slowly like, you know, turned over the spit for the next two or three years. I mean, I, this guy has no intention, I think, of make, getting off the pot. That's my opinion. He's not going to do anything unless it is brought upon him, which is why I suggest you make a, you know, a seismic shift. The big thing for me is the fact that he encouraged you to leave when you had the option, an option you were really keen on, actually, of, of studying remotely. And I, it's one thing if it's like, oh, you should go and have the law school experience. I understand that. But just the timing of it, the like, oh, you know, you should go, you should go. And then a week later after you leave, she arrives. It's very underhanded. Yes. It's duplicitous. For this relationship that sounds so attuned and like tight, there's this real, uh, there's a massive chasm between you that you're not addressing. Yeah. It's like everything's in code when it comes to the two of you romantically. You you know, I hate to say it, but I think you should have brought this to a head a long time ago. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Sorry. Not to blame it on you. It's a tough I, situation. I was hoping when you said you wrote this long email to him, I was really hoping you were going to say that it could, you know, you profess your feelings in this email because then we would at least have something to work with. But in this case, I, I personally feel I agree with Andy in that you shouldn't want this. I know that's tough to hear. I'm sorry. Uh, but I think that you kind of got to quit. Hmm. I mean, that's my second. If you want, you can you can take Andy's <laughs> suggestion and bring it to a head. You can do both of our suggestions by taking my suggestion. Because <laughs> you, you may be forced to quit. But uh, you'll be taking control of a situation that you've been letting lead you. And Here. between you and me, you know my feeling about the age. Like, if you're going to be led, don't be led by a 25-year-old guy. Sorry. Singapore, though, there could be a difference there. Yeah, but she's 30. So I'm saying that he you can't compare it to an American 25 year old. Yeah, but she's. Yeah, but even in Singapore, like, what are you going to put a multiple on that? Like, give him a 10, 15 percent buffer. Still not quite getting where I need him to be. Do you want to date a younger man? Do you, would you be comfortable dating a guy who's five years younger than you? Would you feel... It works for a lot of people. I mean, I don't know. I'm just asking. But I'm it not, is the exception. I'm not judging. I'm, I'm not leading the question. I'm just curious. Would you be okay with it? It had never occurred to me before, but he, I thought he was way more mature than his group of okay. friends okay. in a lot of ways. So Fine. My question is, it's not about his age. It's do you want to be with a guy that even if he had feelings for you, never brought them up, never brought to a head himself, the level of passivity there and what that could really look like, even if you did get together in a life together. If he can't even take, you know, if he can't even take by the reins, the not letting you go, the wanting you, choosing you. Well, this gets to the heart of why I think she should just, she shouldn't want this. Yeah, absolutely. The I mean, we agree on he's that. He's not taking control of anything. He's very passive. That's why and I... He's, and he's misleading. And, and I, would, I would venture to say he's pretty manipulative. The reaction where he freaked out about you having a drink with some guy was like... That was... Oof. Oof. That was like grade A manipulation. Well, manip- I don't know, manip- but he is clearly jealous. I don't well, know if I would Well, inadvertent manipulation. Like he's manipulating her into thinking that he really wants to be with her. Whether he knows it or not. Or maybe it wasn't intentional and that was just his real reaction. But nonetheless, he has a reaction. girlfriend. It's on him that they're not together. It's a really strange reaction. And it doesn't jive with all his other actions, which are like, oh, yeah, we're sitting watching Netflix all night with our heads resting against each other, stroking <laughs> each other's legs. Yet when you, you know, when there's clearly a moment where I could kiss you, I'm like, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. But I'll freak out if you have a drink with another guy. Yeah, it's just doesn't it doesn't add up. So for me, the reason why I feel like you should just quit and not even bring it to a head is because, well, the reason I I would do that if I were in your shoes is because I would not want that kind of trait in in my forever partner, Mm -hmm. someone who never made that grand gesture, chose me, even if it was difficult, even if he had to break up with his girlfriend just didn't even put it out there. Like, it's just the fact that it's entirely on you. The onus has been on you this entire time. Mm-hmm. And he's the one with the girlfriend. Yeah. That's why I say you're one choice. If this was a chess game, you're you're in check and you have one move. 
And the move is to tell him how you feel and tell him it's either got to be this or that. But until then, no more of the daily talk. That That's to me your only move. How are you feeling? If you want to if you want to have a shot at it, if you don't, you have to, in your mind, walk away and move on with your life. And you could still talk to him every day, but you're gone. You, you've left town. I mean, someone has to make a move, right? And between the two of us, it's more likely to be me because I guess my question is what you guys are interpreting as passivity. Could it be also just um, being a little bit too cautious and deliberate and not wanting to hurt someone that you asked to move literally halfway across the world and then throw it in on a, another yep. girl who's also across the country. Like, But yes, but he's also playing both sides of the field. He's, he's like, yeah. uh, he's existing in bo- on both sides. It's not fair. Yeah, that's he, true. It's if not. he was really like confident and determined, he would just be like, this is a boundary here. I'm with my girlfriend or Screw my girlfriend. I'm sorry. It's going to be really mean and inconvenient, but I'm going to be with you. So, no, I'm not going to give him that. Yeah, I'm not going to give him that either. Cautious is not what it is. Yeah, and you're giving him too much credit. And by your logic of him being so cautious and courteous to his girlfriend, that just makes him a good boyfriend to his girlfriend. Yeah. It doesn't make him courting you properly. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just feel like you do have to think selfishly in this. And th- I get that the girlfriend exists, but you, I don't think you should be analyzing how he's being surrounding his girlfriend when you feel what you're feeling for him. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like when it comes down to it, whether he meant to or he didn't mean to, he did it unintentionally. He led you on. He has led you on. He continues to lead you on. Correct. And we're talking a long time now. Long time. On Andy's suggestion, I do have a question. I would, the reason I would, I would feel uncomfortable um, and guilty towards her if I was, you know, flat out honest with them. Mm-hmm. So but, like between the two, that would be my deciding fact between like you and Charlene's suggestions. I'd rather walk away completely. Than, but you don't want to be a homewrecker, basically. Yeah. Or, <laughs> or just like, I just feel like it would be disrespectful to her and um, yeah, I wouldn't want to. Well, you're a very good person. You're better than he is, <laughs> in conclusion. I mean, I, I get that. For me, I think the reason why you shouldn't reach out or not take Anzi's suggestion and just take mine is more so from the angle of, I would rather force him to grow a pair and pursue me. And by you confessing your feelings for him, you're letting him continue to do what he has done Historically, yes, that's that's right. And keep in mind, I gave you that advice because <laughs> you wanted to get back together with him. If you if you were indifferent, I'd be like, Peace. yeah. I do think if you do <laughs> want to get together with this particular guy, the the best chance you have of that is to take Andy's advice. Because there, there's I, no. By the way, that's mathematically true. Yes, there's, this is not a discussion. Sorry, <laughs> really? It's mathematically true. I yeah, guarantee based you. On, Money based, back guarantee. <laughs> you take that tack, your best shot. Yeah. But I would advise if you really want to move on with your life and sort of drop this whole thing, take the ladies' advice. And again, this is coming from a place of self preservation. Mm-hmm. This is 
sucking your energy. It's it, you're focused on him. I'm sure when you went for drinks with your colleague or former colleague that you had your roommate in the back of your mind. Yes. I'm sure exactly. that when you're on a dating site, you're comparing them to him. Yep. Can I add one sure. thing, by the way? I, I want to just a caveat to what I said. There is a possibility <laughs> that I don't want to rule out that one day in the future, and I shouldn't even tell you this, that one day in the future, you and I both know this, he may come around and be like, you know what? I'm sick of this girl. I always liked you. Let's be together. And let's say at that point, you know, you're 47. He's <laughs> 43. Did I do that math right? 42. Yes. 42. I, have, I have looked at that. Yeah, you know, do you want that to today. happen? <laughs> Please, Annie, confirm. I learned today that men grow up only at age 43. Is this accurate? Well, that they mature and like decide they want to, I, I mean, a it's, long-term it's, partner. <laughs> I might have to wait exactly as long as you just said. I, it's, <laughs> um, it's interesting. Um, I, I always say 37, but, you know, 43 is a safe bet for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself if you want to be buffer. extra sure. Yeah, a little six-year buffer. Oh, yeah. Elise... This went in a different direction than I was expecting it to, if I'm honest. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I, like I said, I thought I was going to feel more reciprocation from him as you told your story, which I kind of got more of in the email. And maybe I know we had you skip over the other moments that I'm sure led you to believe that he felt the same way about you. And I do think that he developed feelings for you. Mm-hmm. But I'm sorry, the follow through matters. It's, I don't love how this is all on you. Well, whose advice are you going to take here? You're going to take mine because of the girlfriend. Um, it's hard to walk away from a friendship. I don't know. The problem is, is the friendship I think is going to hold you back in your dating life. And that's not good. Especially since you're starting a new situation, new location, a new schools you, yeah you the know, world is so your oyster things. right now the world's opening up again it's true it's going to be a lot more fish in the sea what do you want to bet that his girlfriend doesn't know anything about her i i say it's even money yeah yeah coin toss which is not good um the same way he doesn't talk about his girlfriend in your presence i'm sure you're a faceless nameless person to his girlfriend this guy is just trying to play both sides here. It's I obvious. don't know this guy. This guy is a real special case because most 95% of guys in this situation would have consummated it at least <laughs> one time and then be like, oh, oh, that's real bad. I can't do that again. Or just continued with it. There's many directions this could have gone, mm-hmm. all of which usually involve some form of consummation. Yeah. The fact that it he never you guys never did anything and this went on so long and he gave you every single thing you get from a relationship except the physical like you know intimacy and you even got some of that if you include leg rubbing and head touching and <laughs> grazing grazings a lot of there was a lot of grazings this was a very hot <laughs> grazing relationship I mean it was a long build up Yeah I mean god I, you must have been so horny at the end of this thing <laughs> jeez I mean, I would be I'm getting all horny that, just I thinking know, about it's, it. It's a movie that just has a very unsatisfying ending. Yeah. Yeah, I was hoping for a better <laughs> yeah. ending, but it's, it's good. The story was great. You know, you don't have to end the... Fr- it's so it's a lot to say, lose this as a potential romantic connection and lose your best friend. I realize that. But at the very least, cut back on the texting, put yourself out there, 
distract yourself. You need to wean yourself off mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. You need to train yourself to be less reliant on him. Well, well, from yeah. her perspective, she has to cold turkey. At least, at least commit to that possibility. I, I just guarantee want to give you, advice. he doesn't disappear. I guarantee you, he doesn't. Okay. But I will tell. I will tell you this. I I've, I said it before. And I'll say it again. He is not going anywhere. If you take my advice, if you never hear from him again after taking my advice, I will. You just. I'll write. I'll send you a blank check. Just fill it out for whatever you want off my account. <laughs> okay. Does that sound good. Shadir Shandil. You're talking to a future lawyer here. You might want to be careful. (laughs) Okay. Well, we'll we'll exchange it with our attorneys. But I do think that if you want to maintain your dignity, move on with your life properly, and leave open the possibility that you can get this, land this guy. I don't know why you want to, but uh, I'm giving you the advice based on your desires, I think. Do what I'm saying. It's the only choice you have. Wait, Wait, and which is what you're saying? What thing is to tell him exactly how she feels and say, if you don't feel this way or we can't make this happen, then let's stop this daily weird communication. We're not, I'm not your best friend. I want something more. This is not working for me. And you just, you're going to win every way because you have to move on with your life. You're an eligible 30 year old lawyer lawyer to be be in New York state. Um, not a good look to be dragged around by a 25 year old guy who's in a relationship with a woman who literally moved to this country for him. It's just, I I won't stand for it. Elise, I'm going to take a slightly softer approach here. A realistic approach. Hmm. The one time in my life where a really good male friend of mine confessed his feelings to me and it, it wasn't reciprocated. He was like, forget I said anything. I, I don't want to lose our friendship. Like our friendship really means a lot to me. And I was like, great. And we just went back to being friends. And it was a little awkward for a little while, but then it got back to normal. I just feel like if you really can see yourself just being friends with him and getting over him as a romantic, a potential romantic partner, then I still think you should back off big time, put yourself out there, go on the apps and all that stuff. But it's a little less extreme than Andy's because it sounds like you do value his friendship. The issue is that you value his friendship and want to be with him. Wait, but you're you're saying her other option is to tell him she just wants to be friends. No, I'm saying that she needs to to go back to the remember the the Q&A question where the girl was sleeping with that celebrity. Yeah, I just think that you need to flick that switch truly and, and really just categorize this differently and put yourself out there and and really back off. Make yourself less reliant on him as a friend. You could still have him as a friend, but he can't be your main platonic squeeze like this. Yeah. Wow, we just really went off. <laughs> and by the way, if you tell him you only want to be friends, it'll accomplish the same goal of the the advice I gave you. Whatever you tell him that's going to make him know that you want to disengage from this like fan make believe like romance you guys have is going to make him want more but in maybe, my opinion. Maybe, but he's passive. So the odds of him actually acting on it are slim. Whether he acts on it or not, he's going to want it. He's going to feel like more Yeah, but desire. we know from experience that he can want something bad and never act on it. This is, this is why I say move on. It, I feel like moving on looks different depending on who you're listening to here. But Elise, move I on. I think you should take my advice and then 
enjoy it if he backs off. Just be like, good, I get to move on now. Then you know. Yeah. How are you feeling? I came for the truth so that I could move on and this is what I needed. And I, awesome. I expected it. I expected it. I did. Yeah. Good. It's just... Wow. This is good. <laughs> I'm impressed. We saved another one. <laughs> I mean, that was tough. That was a hard, that was hard. I feel bad t- telling you that because this has been a while. I, I get that this has been a chapter of your life, you know, mm-hmm. but you got to turn the page on this one. I can do it. I know. I can. <laughs> okay, Elise, and anything else you want to run past us or are we good? We're good. Thank you guys so much. Oh. We want to follow up. Yeah, we do want to follow up. Either one. way, I'm <laughs> actually really I'm, I'm downplaying it. I'm very I know into a follow up. Like I may need a follow up. <laughs> I want to follow up too, but I also am willing to place bets. You're placing bets on what does he do when she does the thing? I like, okay. My my prediction. You're predicting what she's going to do and then what he's going to do. Well, that's that's like a that's a serious prediction. <laughs> that's two variables. Four variables. Well, actually, wait. Can you not? Are you not? Predicting? I predict that she takes my advice and I predict that he completely goes batshit, acts crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I predict that you take my advice. It's not because it's my advice. I, I think I gave realistic advice and I think that she's yeah, it's, going to. It's reasonable. Yeah. And she's across the country now. Is she going to like call him, FaceTime him, email him? Like, I've loved you this past year. I just feel like I don't, I don't know if you're going to do that. You can do it if you want. No judgment. But I think that you're going to take my advice, back off, and he's going to cling on for, like, come at you a little hard at first and sort of be like, oh, you know, don't want to lose this friendship. And then he's going to recede. Yeah, that's a very reasonable prediction. It's a safe, it's a safe prediction. I have e- money in the game. I'm going to go safe. Yeah. Either way, this is, this is, this is not going, this is not happening. <laughs> Sorry. Elise, I'm sorry. God. Yeah, but this is what she needs to hear. It is what she needs to hear. I just think we've made our point. <laughs> no, more. <laughs> Hammer home. And in the end, the, the key takeaway here is regardless of our predictions or what may happen, whether you get them or don't get them, or this, the key is, is you want to steal back the upper hand. You want to take control of your life and control your destiny. That's the most important thing. And no, and it's not that's not playing a game. That's no. just looking out for yourself. Oh no, that's just taking control. Yeah. Um, and you will be happier about yourself. And whatever happens, you will have a bigger choice of what to do or take from the situation, as opposed to being served whatever the kitchen delivers that day, which is yeah. not a good way to be. Also, don't make the common mistake of assuming the only options you have are the ones you already know about. You're in a new place. You have this whole adventure ahead of you. Yeah. It's like an OCD. I know you're obsessed with this guy. I get it. Believe me. I'm not, I, we're belittling. The, <laughs> we, we've I, been I know there. The, the, I've been there. There are feelings here. Yes. I know. I've been there. I know how you feel, but you have to override them. Um, you just, you just, it's... As an act of self-preservation. Yeah. Elise... Thank you so much. I'm sorry for the hard, hard kick in the pants, man. That's why she came to Dear Shandy. It, it, it was what she came for. She'd go to other podcasts if, if she wanted a soft, <laughs> not, not even like like a little poke in the pants at best. <laughs> go to other podcasts for that. With Dear Shandy, we don't play games. <laughs> hard kicks. That's how we do it. This was amazing. Thank you, guys. <laughs>
Thank you. That was good. Good stuff. And I want to, and I'm serious. We, we need we, follow up. Yeah. No maybe on a daily, on a daily basis, maybe like <laughs> installments. I want daily installment follow-ups. Okay. Good luck. And enjoy luck. this new chapter. Yeah, seriously. seriously. Enjoy. You're young and starting a new life. I'm very jealous. Forget about it. <laughs> okay. Have a great night. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye. <sighs> Sweaty today. Yeah. Okay. Oh, That's man. Nice. I don't know if I have anything left in me to say that I didn't say to her. I loved that she could take that, by the way. That was hard. I, I feel like she must have known that's the direction we were going to go. How could we endorse this in any way? <laughs> we would be bad relationship advice givers on if both, we endorsed this. On many levels. Yeah. One, we'd be encouraging, like, breaking up what may be a good relationship. I mean, I do believe in... Uh, like you wanting answers, wanting to know, wanting the information. And maybe it would be the best thing that ever happened to the girlfriend. You never know. So it's not so much about the girlfriend. It's uh, my issue is with him. Yeah. I have a lot of issues with him, like a, a list. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sure he's wonderful. It sounds like he's a wonderful friend in some ways. But he, you're right. He's been leading her on knowingly, knowingly leading her on. There's no way he doesn't know how she feels. Yeah. He's been enjoying the attention when his girlfriend's on a different continent. How he's, convenient. It's very weird. He's like a fractured person. There's like half of him is a really good friend and like... Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that he's human. I think a lot of people would yeah. do what he, what he did. The difference is I think you're right. I think more of them might act on it. How could you not act on it? I mean, she's on top of her all day long being like Well, because he's loyal to his girlfriend, I suppose. Then don't... Do, then what do you, then you're just, you're, you're using someone yeah. as your like little comf, ego like, stroker. You're like, you're like blanket, your little yeah. you know comfort blanket. He's been using her for an ego stroke for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. That's messed up. Yeah. It's, 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 and I, it sort of discounts his whole being a good friend thing. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. I didn't want to say that because she does still value him. She calls him her best friend, her yeah, best friend. Yeah. I mean, it's not a best friend doesn't make you feel all confused and, yeah. and unsatisfied. That's not a best friend. It's true. So it's, it's hard truth, but it's absolutely true. And I feel very confident that she's going to be fine, more oh, than fine. Uh, yeah. So like, so it's I'm not, not like I'm her. sending her into the, into the jungle. Like she's going to be fine. Yeah. She needs to. Go. She's going to be better if she snips this. Yes. At and, least partially. But the thing is, the thing is, I, I feel I, I, I don't want to say she's going to have her cake and eat it too, but she may have her cake and eat it too. Because I do think that if she really confidently goes forth, uh-huh. he's going to have major second thoughts and confusion about it. And she may be able to come back to the, to the till. I mean, the, the well. The till? I <laughs> the think till? both work. Either. Why the till? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> to col- to collect her winnings? Sure. It does, it's not I mean, we I, did place bets. Yeah. So either way, she, she goes off on her own. He's going to have... I'm very curious what his reaction... If she really commits to that, I'm very curious what his reaction is going to be. Because um, he was really, really upset that she had a drink with some guy. And by the way, it's pretty creepy to stalk someone's Venmo. 
Yeah, we didn't even touch on that. I'm so glad you brought that up because we had another Q&A question where there was someone said that they found something out by the yeah. Venmo transaction. Oh. And I was saying that's such a 2020, so 2020 way of stalking someone. But yeah, the fact that he saw her Venmo transaction must have like, I don't know, seen that it was a man or something and then brought it up with her in front of the roommate. Yeah. The whole thing is just it like what, some, you're being possessive and jealous, clearly, and you have I mean, no right to be. It takes some doing to do that research. It takes some doing. That wasn't just something that just like a, a notification came on his computer and it was like, hey, your friend who you're kind of having a platonic relationship just bought a drink with some guy. And I don't know. You should check into that. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired. You're tired. My point is, is he didn't get a notification be like, hey, you know, here's a payment from this girl who you're with. You should check it out. It was like he had to do research. To some extent, he had his eye on her activity. Yeah. And that's weird. It's weird if he's such a great boyfriend to his girlfriend and doesn't want anything with her. I don't know if I see it as manipulative. I really th see that as a, a reaction of just him. It show, He's showing his cards, which he's is that his he's... Yes. You're I hate right. to say it. I don't care what country he's from. He's showing his age. You're right. So, so we're not a fan of this 25-year-old. I'm not. And one thing that I, I'm, I'm so glad she brought up, and I'm glad we kiboshed. I say kibosh. You say kibosh. Am I saying it wrong? Kibosh is right. Okay. I think kibosh is actually wrong. Okay. Thanks. Good. Sure. Um, was that she was sort of trying to give him credit for being overly cautious and sort of not wanting to upset his girlfriend. It's like, well, that just makes him a, a better boyfriend to her, to the girlfriend. That doesn't make him a great no. potential she partner to you. should be giving no credit to him. Yeah. No well, not, not in terms of her pursuing him romantically. Oh, yeah. Yes. No. Okay. I think we, we beat this, this horse good and dead. I'm really, what I'm most curious about, I know that she's going to do the right thing and get on with her life, but I'm most curious about his reaction because I think it might be, might be weird. Yeah, she's just so passive. Yeah, but it might snap him into impassivity. Even then, it required her... yeah. Either way, he's Cracking not, taking, that door open he's not first. taking the first move. Either yeah. way, he's got to be prodded. That's why I really feel like it's two for one if she just kind yeah. of cuts him off as a romantic prospect. He has to earn being with her by showing her. She can't her. cut him off as a romantic prospect without cutting him off as a friend, too. I mean, I think you're right. I admit that my advice is a little idealistic to think that she could just snip that completely. I just, I'm trying, I am trying to give her something that she can, she's in a new place. You know, I understand the desire to keep that connection with someone who she feels close with. I, I get that. But I do think that it would be best for her to back off big time. Either we both agree with that. Yeah, we're we're agreeing here. This is a different. It's like six of one half. We do this a lot. <laughs> yeah, we agree. All right, I think we can wrap there. Yeah, this horse is dead. Well dead. beaten. Beaten. Dead. Yes, <laughs> beaten. Good and dead. It's broken. If you guys enjoyed what you heard today, you can keep Dear Shandy in business by liking, subscribing, following us on Instagram, hitting the notification bell, leaving iTunes reviews, leaving iTunes ratings, lots of stars. Telling your friends. 
telling your friends. Oh, and this is relatively new. If you want updates on these caller questions and Q&A questions, you should head over to our Instagram where we upload them there. And I think that's it. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Bye. Dear Shandy.